Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 213 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And there's no salsa. She's but that's here okay, in she's spirit. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's still Not here really. through the swish spirit, right? Uh, We're channeling her. I wonder if I scared anyone. I wonder if anybody was like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh, she actually left." <laughs> no, she threatens she's it just, all you know, the time. She's a a muck a muck a muck a muck. <laughs> and this episode is sponsored by Annika Dixon. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Today, we will be discussing the second half of Chapter 5 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, An Excess of Phlegm. So make sure that you have read that chapter and you're ready to sneeze your way through the detail. Perfect. Mm, I just, I tried to go with a phlegm, phlegmy theme, you know? Last That's time probably was the- hack, I think. Right. Sneeze yeah. is probably the yeah. kindest word he could have gone for, you know? There could have been some I'm pretty grotesque trying. words. Yes, there probably were. But did my yeah. word not mean what I thought it did? I don't think it did, but I didn't <laughs> read too deeply into it. Um, <laughs> but before we begin, <laughs> we need to go to Megan for some cool Weekly Prophet news. Yeah. So the Hollywood Critic Awards happened... I want to say it was last week um, as of or late, like late last September week, maybe. Um, and Rupert Grant won an award and I am so excited for him. And there's a lot of chatter that people people are saying that he deserves an Emmy for this role, which like, how cool Ooh, would that be? That would be really cool. Yeah. So he is on the Apple TV plus series called Servant and he got best supporting actor in a drama. That's awesome. Did you watch it at all? No. And, you know, I have Apple TV plus and I really mm-hmm. just I really just need to watch it. I mean, I've heard yeah. good things about the show, I've but I've never watched so it. Oh, bye. Yeah. It like crosses like on my Twitter. It's like something that the Twitter says that I'll probably be interested in because it's yeah. Rupert Grant. Yeah. Um, but I haven't watched it. To be fair, I haven't been watching much new stuff lately. Same. Um, well, uh, yeah. Well, we could talk about it later. 
We did actually but finally yeah. catch up on Marvel TV shows. That's all I was going to say. But like, I'm in a TV lull and I've been looking for something. So maybe it will be Servant. Maybe. There's not like, I, I want like a new sitcom. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I Have you new watched sitcom. New Girl? Yes. Twice. All of it? Yeah. Oh, well, sorry. Got watch Shoots Creepy. Have though. you watched Ted Lasso? I've heard that's really good. Oh, Marty watches it and he loves it. So I have to fight that with tooth and nail. Because I have to be different. I got you. <laughs> I'm joking. I would watch it, but honestly, I don't have the capacity to do it right now. Like, truth be told, the only new things I can do is like I'm listening to an audiobook and I'm reading a book. I know. I've been really, yeah. It, it, there's I haven't just even played so video much... games in like a month. Same. There's just so much content and like I don't have enough time to take it all in. And I hate that. But yeah. it's just sometimes you just how it is. Stuck. Yeah. I don't know why I have to have like a job. God. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, congrats to Rupert. I think that's Woo-hoo. awesome. And I, I hope, hope that um I hope he gets a nomination for an Emmy. Like how cool that would just be so cool. I feel like Potter people don't really win a whole lot of things. So it'd be really cool. Dude, MTV Movie Awards like sucked back in the day when Potter was out, and then it Twilight was up against it was up was against like, Lord of the Rings for everything, mm-hmm. and Twilight, yeah. But like, I just remember, I remember literally hating Lord of the Rings because it won all of the Oscars that it was up against against Harry Potter, and I was like, no, Harry Potter should have won. I was so mad. Same. Same. So I wanted nothing to do with Lord of the Rings because of that. Like, I, I'm i mean, not going to lie. That was why. Lord of the Rings is good. It's not Harry Potter. I've watched all the movies once, and I don't need to watch them again. Dude, <laughs> I remember watching whatever the last one is, and I remember the movie is so flipping long. Oh, I had to go pee so twice. <laughs> we could be losing people right them. now. Like, we could be really offending people. I mean, you yeah. do you. <laughs> we like, we, it's not like we hate Lord of the Rings. No. I like hate our, Lord of the Rings. Add it teenage, to the list. Our teenage <laughs> angst wanted it to win a freaking golden popcorn bucket. Right. Did I blow my mic out? Put that I on wanted John Williams card. to win for the music mostly, and that's what made me mad more than anything was yeah, the music dude. not winning. Uh, now yeah. all my high fantasy goes to Akatar. So, yeah. 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 True. Yeah. True. Well, not true for me. I've got uh Wheel of Time going, which I'm actually very, very, very into right now. But this is this is for later. This is for the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Follow us on social media. <laughs> All right. Make sure that you are following our podcast on your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends because if you like it, they probably will too. Head on over to our YouTube channel and subscribe at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Swish Flickcast. I promise, promise, promise uploads of our Disney trip together and our trip to New York for you guys to see us hanging out. And <laughs> those will be coming. I literally just like haven't had days off where I've felt energy to do anything. Um but I'm gonna 
I'm going to make sure that it happens because I want to edit them because I like reliving it while I edit. So Vlogapalooza. Yeah, I know. I keep telling Katie, I'm like, we have to have a Vlogapalooza one night where like we just vlog, like we just edit all night vlogs and then like have them scheduled for like two months. It'll happen. It's going to happen. Anyway, if you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash swishflickcast. Supporting our podcast keeps us going and it gives you access to our Felix Files episodes, our Discord channel, our live recordings, trivia games, swish swag boxes, and more. And thank you all so much to all of our patrons for all of your support. We literally couldn't continue doing this without you. Um, We love you a lot, so... Also, we are still accepting submissions for Potter Stories, and we will always accept submissions for Potter Stories. So if you want to send those to us or any questions or concerns, just send those to our email at swishflickcast at gmail.com. And don't fret. If you have sent us your story, it is in a folder to be read. We just have a lot of stories. and a lot. And in reality, we've only read 213 of them. If you think about it, because this is going to be episode 213. Did you read a little more on our Pride episode? Oh, right. We did do a couple together. So, like, hopefully we can try and do a couple more episodes like that so that we can, like, read more than one in a go. But we also want to give you guys, like, your your due of being featured on an episode. So Mm -hmm. don't fret. We will get to it. Um we just we just have a lot and it's going to be a slow process because we only like do if you want to know how many Potter stories we get, we almost at least get one a day. Yeah. Like I would say on a, a good week, we would get at least one a day, if not a couple. And then like on a bad week, it would be like out of like seven days four of those days we would get at least one story so like yeah. we're constantly getting and we love stories. them yeah please yes. don't stop so so don't think that you've been forgotten because this is the podcast that never ends so don't worry it just goes on True. and on my friends some people started listening not knowing what it was <laughs> <laughs> but then they kept on listening and now they don't want to anymore but they're going to just because <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy. gosh wow per usual now i have to cover my camera because i don't want to make a fool of myself <laughs> it's time <laughs> it's time 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 for the recap i feel like i'm at a monster truck rally or something i know i I wanted to give that vibe (laughs) also i feel like the dark camera just made it better (laughs) like you're waiting for the show to start and everything's dark oh god oh oh boy oh so funny all right recap Harry is once again at Zaboro. We see talks. She doesn't look quite like herself, but she leaves pretty quickly. Mrs. Weasley, as always, is fussing over Harry. He's way too thin, bit peaky. Makes sure he gets some food, sends him off to bed, and he's staying in the twins' old room because they're staying at their little flat and diagon alley because they're big shots now. 
the next morning, <laughs> no one cares about Harry's privacy at all. They all just keep bursting into his room and they discuss the newest family member to be. Oh boy. Who wants to take the summary? I think it should be Megan. I'll do it. All right. I feel pressure because Sarah always does such a good job reading it. Well, here, I wrote the summary. So you just start with all right broskies and then go into it. Right. Start with what? (laughs) All right broskies. All All right broskies. Clearly, (laughs) Fleur is not very welcomed at the borough. Mrs. Weasley, Ginny, and Hermione all see... Is that not what I was supposed to say? Wait, I I said broskies and you said broskies like beer. Isn't it already rooski to be in a brewski? <laughs> I that up so bad. Oh, is it broski or brewski? I don't, I don't know. It's it's both. You know. All right. Mrs. Weasley, Jenny, and Hermione all seem to not be able to stand her, and Harry finds the moment to tell Ron and Hermione that he had heard the whole prophecy. Hermione suffers a black eye and panics about her OWLs. No worries, everyone passed, but Harry is a little disappointed. He did very well, but not well enough to continue on to become an Auror. That's a sad tweet. You know, better luck. Thanks for nothing, Snape. 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 Uh, Anyways, so... Before Harry's question was answered of the sentence, who are you, dash, pause, the door flew open and it was a breathtaking young woman. Harry yanked his bed covers up to his chin so hard that Hermione and Ginny actually fell off the bed. Is he shirtless? I don't know. Why are you yanking your covers up? I, that'd be it'd be weird if he was shirtless right that's I, like, I feel like he I must feel like he's not a shirtless guy it's yeah. not weird obviously for a dude to be shirtless but i feel like harry's not a shirtless kind of guy also like remember in which movie is it it's either... tattoo or something <laughs> it's either <laughs> goblet or order but like they burst in on ron, ron. yeah and he like yes. cover he has a shirt on he covers himself bloody hell Dude, you got a shirt on. You got jammies yeah. on. What are you worried about? Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Take a poll. Is Harry Potter shirtless? Just hanging out, talking to friends? <laughs> Future wife? Anyways, they fly off the bed. Uh, quote, she was tall and willowy with long blonde hair and appeared to emanate a faint silvery glow. Silvery. Thank you. To complete this vision of perfection, she was carrying a heavily laden breakfast tray. Ah, a beautiful woman with food. Oh, my God. Every, she said in a throaty (laughs) voice, it has been too long. (laughs) That was beautiful. Oh, thank you. Floor stepped into the room and Mrs. Weasley was bobbing along behind her looking pretty angry. So Fleur brought up a tray and Mrs. Weasley said that she could have done it herself, but Fleur said it's no trouble at all. And she swooped in and gave Harry a kiss on each cheek and the places where her mouth touched burned. Is that magic? 
Well, let's talk about Vila for a second, because I know we've talked about Vila before, but they are semi-human magical beings, beautiful women with white gold hair and skin that appears to shine moon bright. When angry, Vila take on a less pleasant appearance. Their faces elongate to sharp, cruel, beaked bird heads and long, scaly wings burst from their shoulders. I'm not sure people remember this. Where's that source? It's from the wiki which is also from Pottermore. So that's like canon. Scary canon. I want to see that, you know? It would have been cool if they would have shown that in Goblet of Fire. Yeah, like the the World Cup, at least with like the... But uh, the World Cup was literally just like so... It it just went so fast. Let's begin! Oh, it's over. Just kidding. Yeah. (laughs) It's like... Seriously, though... What a tease. Cool. Should have known Fudge um, was bad then. Uh, yeah. The etymology, <laughs> or etymology, if that's how you prefer, is based on a number of sources that describe Eastern European nature spirits of legend. And this is from the lexicon, the Harry Potter lexicon. If you've not used the lexicon, even just to... I know this sounds really nerdy, but I feel like I'm in good company with... You two and our listeners, we are nerds. Um, just peruse it a little bit. It's got so much information on there, and it's all very well organized. Yeah, it's fun on um, It is. So, quote, Vili, V-I-L-Y, I don't know if I'm saying that right, are Slovak fairies who can take the form of birds. So there you go with the, the angered appearance. And um, Vila's, as they appear in... Serbian legends are mountain nymphs, young and beautiful, clad in white with long flowing hair. Their voices are said to resemble those of woodpeckers. What does that mean? Do they sound like pecking birds? Is this how they talk? <laughs> like a weird Morse code. <laughs> I don't know. They shoot, according to popular belief, deadly arrows at men and sometimes carry off children. So there you go. Oh. Some Vila for you. So Anyways. they're evil little things. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you talk to birds? Talk to a Vila. <laughs> I hate birds. <laughs> We've been over this. It's on the list, right? That's on the, the, the list that we have ongoing. Should be if it's not. Is there a spreadsheet yet? I feel like the list is too long for me to organize. It's not just a list anymore. We need spreadsheets. Because <laughs> it's not all birds. It's just a lot of birds. There and it's not all flowers. Just a lot of flowers. <laughs> so much information. <sighs> Fleur tells Harry that her sister will be delighted to see him. And Harry, of course, is clueless. And he's like, oh. Oh, yeah, is she here? And she's like, no, silly boy, next summer. But do you not know? Dun, dun, dun. She's mad, but not bird turning mad. <laughs> so her eyes widen and she looked reproachfully at Mrs. Weasley. And Mrs. Weasley said that they had not gotten around to telling Harry yet. But truthfully, yeah. I kind of haven't, yeah. Dude needed to he's sleep. Like, it- he shows up at like 1 a.m. What do you right. want to do? Be like, by the way. But I guess it is big information. I don't know. I'm going to let this one slide for Mrs. Weasley. Um, Me too. <laughs> good, Megan. Mm. Megan's like, no. 
<laughs> I don't let well, anything nothing. slide with Molly. Let's be oh, honest. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, quote, Fleur turned back to Harry, swinging her silvery sheet of hair so that it whipped Mrs. Weasley across the face. Go Fleur! Do you remember that little fast, friends? <laughs> Bill and I are going to be married. Oh, said Harry blankly. <laughs> he could not help noticing how Mrs. Weasley, Hermione, and Ginny were all determinedly avoiding one another's gaze and we get a good er wow er dash congratulations <laughs> dash. Dash. dash there's awkward turtles at the burrow my friends so she goes and she kisses harry again and went in Oh, to went went on to fill Harry, Harry in on what's been happening. So Bill is busy at Gringotts, and she works part-time at Gringotts to improve her English. And Bill brought her there to the borough for a few days to get to know his family properly. I think that's kind. Very good, Bill. You know what, And though? That would terrify me. As Fleur? Yeah. She New seems to, like, like it, though. I mean, like, she's trying. I yeah. know, but, like, hey... But you also I'm have go, massive social anxiety. That's true. I'm going to go back <laughs> to work. You stay with my family. Yeah. That you clearly want to like press because you're going to be part of the family soon. Just stay there for a while. It's fine. I'm I'd sure that like, he wouldn't have done that if she I'm sure didn't want about it. to do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Bill is a kind man. Truth. I, um, it reminds me of, I literally, Okay. To preface this, Marty's family is huge. And when I say huge, I mean like one of his parents are one of eight, one of nine, huge. And I had the pleasure of meeting uh, all of the one side at Christmas. So it was literally everybody. Crazy. It was a lot of people. But I held my own. Because I'm sassy like that. You're part Vila. I am part Vila. And let's talk about the attitudes of these ladies. <laughs> it's kind of very much a yikes. I agree. Yeah, it's bad. It's actually really, really bad. Yeah. And I don't think I'm going to give anybody a pass today for this uh, but we'll get to that in a second so Fleur then tells him that there really, really isn't anything to do around here unless you like cooking and chickens but I actually can see how that's like a kind of like a slight blow to Molly because this is her home and her life and she right. takes pride in it Right. so she turns around she floats out of the room right literally I don't know it seems like it and then <laughs> everything <laughs> comes out quote Mum hates her, said Jenny quietly. I do not hate her, said Mrs. Weasley in a cross whisper. I just think that they've hurried into this engagement, that's all. Ron still can't hang around her. He's all groggy, and he adds, in good, like, good fashion, logical fashion, that they've known each other for a year. That's Yeah, that's year really not that bad. That's, especially that's a good amount of time especially with bill and fleur's age like it's not like they're 18 and they've known each other true. for a year so true 
So true. So Mrs. Weasley says that a year isn't very long and basically that they are in a time of war and that people are making quick decisions that they normally wouldn't if they were in a time of war. And I was like, mm, let's check the New York Times. <laughs> I like so, that. Um, I can see what she's saying. So I wanted to see if that was a real thing that was recorded. So this is from the New York Times. It's called Committed, 165 Years of Love, and then in parentheses, and War, in the New York Times Wedding Announcements. So it says, uh, once the United... S okay, so I'm sorry. This is by Emily Yellen from February 2nd of 2017. Once the United States joined World War II, the urge to get married among many young couples proved too compelling to resist. In 1942 alone, 1 1.8 million weddings took place, up 83% from 10 years before, and two-thirds of those brides were marrying men newly enlisted in the military. And I'm not going to go into the rest because I just wanted that data. Um, but you can actually go through this article and you can click all the way back from there's like capped off times. And so it's 1851 to 1880, 1881 to 1910. And it goes up from 2001 and then says future. So they have the data right there. So I just thought that that was interesting. So if going just off that data alone, Mrs. Weasley has a point that, you know, during wartime, um, maybe marriages go up because you don't know what's going to happen with your life, especially a war as great as World War II, especially with people who remembered World War One. And so Jenny calls out Molly and says that, you know, she and Arthur, not Arthur, but the ad, also married during a wartime. But Molly said that they were made for each other. And I say, but why can't Bill and Floor be made for each other? Yeah. Which I do believe that they are. And so I'm just going to read the next quote. She says, whereas Bill and Fleur, well, what have they really got in common? He's hardworking, down-to-earth sort of person, whereas she's... And then she kind of trails off. And I have a lot of problems with this. Molly doesn't clearly doesn't know Fleur at all. And she's judging her based on nothing except superficial views. And if we want to dive a little bit deeper, I get where people could say that she's going into mother protection mode based on assumptions that she's made. But that doesn't make it right. It's like where we can understand where people are coming from, but it doesn't necessarily make it right. Go ahead, May. I think that also, like, Molly was at Hogwarts for the Triwizard Tournament and everything. And, like, you have to know that to be chosen for the Triwizard Tournament, you have to be somewhat hardworking. I mean, or intelligent. I mean, they're not just going to pick anybody to be in the Triwizard Tournament. And I know that people could argue and be like, well, she didn't do very well. And it's like, that's fine. But she still was the one chosen from her school mm -hmm. to be in it. And Molly knows that because she went to see Harry. Harry. I don't I know. I think yeah. a lot of it. I agree. I'm sure we'll talk about this a lot. But I think a lot of it has to do with this is the first child of hers that is yeah. going to be getting married He's her first, you know, that's hard. And Charlie's then, the oldest, though, right? No, Bill's the oldest. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Why am I? Really? Bill, then Charlie, then Percy. Because was Charlie the good Quidditch player? Yes. Okay, okay. Because Charlie graduated, like, pretty recently when Ron and Harry started, right? I think. I Iggy, I do know. you know? Um, Iggy, you are so chatty. He's very loud. <laughs> loud muse. And also, what Tiff's about to talk about a little bit is how Ginny kind of says, like, well, actually, Bill isn't all of what you're saying. So, like, I think there's also the, like... She I'm, holds her kids to a very high regard because they're her kids. Well, maybe, and maybe she she has a different relationship with her son than her son is going to have a relationship with his fiance. You know what I yeah, mean? I like mean, oh, sometimes sure. when you're around certain, like <laughs> when I'm when I'm around, what did you say? She was like, "Thank the Lord." <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's not what I meant. <laughs> when I'm around Meg, like I'm. Like, she's literally my other half. Like, she brings out the best in me, and I feel more confident, and I feel like I, I'm my yeah. full person. Um, yeah. And, like, sure. You act differently around your person than you do even family. Right. Like, that's. I just feel like that's a natural thing. So I feel like she's not, again, this is her first kid that's going and getting married off and everything, so it's going to be a struggle, but I felt like that was worth bringing up. I think, it. I think honestly, at the end of the day, for Molly, it wouldn't matter so much who was brought home yeah um uh she would have put up not a fight per se but like you have to mm, win win her over if you will i guess is what i'm trying to say yeah but um let's talk about the other ladies in the room what Ginny and Hermione are doing and treating her is also very much not okay and if i am a hundred percent honest I think it's rooted in jealousy. I yeah, absolutely. I I was going to say like for me, I don't understand Jenny's feelings as much as I understand Hermione's. Hermione's, yeah. And Ron obviously can't yeah. control himself. Yeah, and <laughs> and I have it a little bit in my section um but I and I'm not making excuses for Hermione because I still don't think it's okay. But I can understand where her where her annoyance of Fleur comes from way more than Ginny's. Like Ginny seems over the top, maybe, and maybe it's like a sister brotherly, like protective yeah. thing for Bill, slash she's seeing her mom do it. So like I feel like Harry's fine around Fleur. So I wonder if but I wonder if that still has to do with the jealousy factor, like that piece that matches Hermione's because yeah. Ron is Ron and but Harry's like not as like clearly we're reading what Harry's thinking so when the author describes Fleur as like beautiful and and she floats and stuff like that's that feels like Harry to me that feels like a Harry thought whether or not the author is writing oh yeah Harry thought right you know what I mean um so we know she's beautiful right she's beautiful by probably everybody's standards as part of being Vila. But also like I think Fleur's a great person. I love her. I really I like really Fleur. Do. She's strong. She's a strong BA Vila. And I enjoy it. And she does a lot for the family in 7. Literally at the end of this book when she's like when she snatches the ointment rag from Molly's hand 
and she's like what do you think he won't love me anymore like she literally was thinking only of him and she she loves him and she wants bill and i just go girl get him i really really like i never really had an opinion on fleur until we like broke her character down in our like analysis And I just, I came out of that episode just loving her. I think she's great. I think she's great. Come at me. Go ahead and <laughs> at me. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Jenny goes on to say, because Molly finishes, sorry if you don't remember where we were. <laughs> she's talking about Bill. He's down to earth and sort of person, whereas she's, and Jenny goes, a cow said Ginny, nodding but bill's not that down to earth he's a curse breaker isn't he he likes a bit of adventure a bit of glamour i expect that's why he's gone for phlegm stop calling her that Ginny," said mrs weasley sharply as harry and hermione laughed well i'd better get on eat your eggs while they're warm harry and then we already talked about how i thought it was based in jealousy molly leaves and ron is still punch drunk from being in the presence of fleur and He's shaking his head like a dog trying to get water out of his ears. And that, honestly, is probably the main reason why Hermione's annoyed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But he can't. It's magic. Yeah. I know, but she. I feel bad. It's for teenage both of them. hormones. Because I'm honestly, I'm sure that if Ron had his choice, he wouldn't act that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? He wouldn't want to be that affected. And Harry's like, aren't you used to this <laughs> yet? And he says, well, you do, said Ron. Probably get used to it. Yeah. But if she jumps out at you unexpectedly <laughs> like then. <laughs> What did they have him say in the movie when he go when he does actually try to ask Fleur out? But he's like telling Harry, he's like, "Well, they were walking. You know how I like it when they walk." <laughs> <laughs> so funny! Oh my gosh. gosh, Rupert's acting in that scene so good. Should have won an award then. Great. <laughs> yeah, that real. one line. <gasps> So Hermione is clearly mad here because she furiously says it's pathetic. And Hermione's jealous of Ron's attention toward Fleur, which I think is the excuse of her behavior towards Fleur. Like I said, not a good excuse, but still Ron is like freaking oblivious. And I think that that doesn't like it doesn't help the situation. Like I like what you said, Tiff. Like I don't think that Ron would act that way if he had a choice. But on top of that, He's oblivious to Hermione's feelings and like it's just setting up lavender. Oh my god, it really <laughs> is. It really is because it's like you can tell that she's frustrated. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I mean, the fandom was hardcore shipping Ron and Hermione. I remember that is one thing I remember from the MuggleNet chat days and stuff, but like that was one of the major things. So like everybody's eyes were on how Hermione and Ron were going to react in this book because we're like, Ooh, sixth year, like could be a good year for boyfriends and girlfriends, huh? Like maybe they'll get together. Yes. Oh my God. I'm wondering when did, when did movie three come out in comparison to book six? 
because the whole hand grab at the Buckbeak lesson, yeah, I think made people go wild. But I don't know, right. you know, what that was. I mean, that was clearly good for people who were only moviegoers. So, um, Prisoner of Azkaban movie was two thousand four. Hmm. I feel like the book was two thousand five. So, so there you go. Yeah. That was good for both. It was like they were almost a year apart. Exactly. I think it was July, July, July 04, July 05. It's always a good summer for Potter. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I that I was I was all I was all about those forums with Ron and Hermione. And like it was it was really intense. That was my jam. That was my bread and butter. <laughs> eat bread and butter uh, oh my god yeah it's so good <laughs> all right oh my god <laughs> no but like i'm just thinking like if you say like that's my bread and butter like i i can't say that because i don't really eat bread and butter what is wrong with truthful. you well i i mean a lot a but you know bread is a vehicle at which i get other things yeah like butter into the tummy <laughs> and garlic <laughs> so what's my what it, what would my bread and butter be steak or potato i mean yeah a steak <laughs> that's my ribeye <laughs> oh that's my salt and vinegar wait chips. i can say something that'll really offend tiffany that's my steak and a1 sauce you're disgusting <laughs> i actually really like a1 sauce. i like it on chicken it doesn't belong oh, on steak. If, this, if, the steak, if the steak is bad then sure you gotta like jazz it up a little bit but mm-mm. uh on chicken delightful right, hmm. right. i'll try it all right, so Ginny then asks Ron, you don't really want her around forever, to which Ron says, well, mom's going to put a stop to it if she can. I bet you anything. Oh, my God. Guys. Uh, this is definitely one of the major reasons why I'm not a Molly fan. Like, mom or not, that is not okay. And because of the way Molly treats Fleur, Ginny thinks it's okay. And it's not like that's how I feel the whole like, yes, I guess there could be some rooted jealousy with Ginny and Harry, but like Harry does not get affected like Ron does. So mm -hmm. that's why I can understand Hermione's reaction. I feel as if Ginny thinks that this is OK because her mom is acting this way. And it's not as if Fleur is bad person. Like right. It's not like she's going out and like doing horrible things right and is involved in like dark magic or anything like that um she's a stand-up person because i can totally see if you thought someone was like doing unsavory things yes that's a blanket thing that you could pick right whichever negative thing that you like then i would be like go on molly stop this because obviously this person is not a good person but you can't say that about fleur yeah all right molly this is not okay basically so harry is just like well how on earth is your mom gonna manage that and apparently she keeps having tonks around for dinner hoping that bill will fall for her instead so Tonks was there earlier in this chapter, right? And I bet she has dumped her feelings to Molly. Yes, about Sirius, but I think also probably about Remus. Like, I think that Molly knows more th about um, 
Tonks's situation than maybe we realize because I think that Tonks doesn't really have people to talk to about this currently. Yeah. Um, and Molly's there and willing to listen. So that just like also is questionable <laughs> to me. Like now you're trying to set up Bill and Tonks when you know that she she, she knows that Tonks is in love with Lupin. Yes. Like, no. Yes. No. Um, so she's like, well, you know, Ramus is putting Tonks off, so Bill should date her. And he, she's just kind of thinking that, oh, well, this is my way to, like, patch up these two problems with one solution. And, you know, I will say from experience on the outside of seeing somebody try to play matchmaker with people it just doesn't work just let it happen if it's meant to happen and um, yeah <laughs> that's just not it's just not okay um uh, how do you feel about mrs doubtfire Oh, gosh, I haven't seen that movie in so long, so I honestly, like, can't comment on it. I've seen it, so match don't at me for that. Make me a match. Find me a fine. Catch me a catch. You've never seen Mrs. Doubtfire? What? Oh. Katie. Should we do that tonight? Oh, yes. Oh, as soon a- as you can. That's Chris Rankin's favorite movie. You've got to watch Robin Williams. I do know that who's in it. I do know that. I've just never seen He's- it literally pierce brosnan it was a drive-by fruiting i need somebody to talk about it with oh anyways go ahead megan all right <laughs> so then you know we've been really kind to the boys this chapter but what ron does here i am not okay with so he says no bloke yeah. in his right mind is going to fancy tonks when fleurs around tonks is okay looking when she isn't doing stupid things to her hair and her nose and to that i say that is toxic and this can't it's be great bad. for hermione to hear in my opinion she clearly no. likes yeah, him you're right. And now he's talking about looks, comparing Tonks to Fleur, and it's just this moment right here, guys. Mm, it's bad. It's a bad Ron moment, but he has some really cringeworthy moments, but yes. luckily that he comes out in the end. But I feel like this is especially bad for Hermione, not only the fact that she hears it and she's like, I mean, I could, she's in love with him. Now she's like, it is he going like to compare me to Fleur? Well, and I also think that she views herself more as a Tonks kind of person mm-hmm. rather than a Fleur kind of person. Totally. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. But honestly, looks are certainly not everything. And no. a lot of the times, the things that you find attractive in other people are their personality traits. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like if someone's funny, for example, I think that that's really attractive if somebody's really funny yeah you know and people have their certain things right that's why i'm in love with sarah (laughs) (laughs) right katie um also i mean aside from even just talking about her looks which is not okay him saying like the her doing those stupid things to her hair and her nose 
Her metamorphosing is a part of her. Mm-hmm. It is her, as we were just talking yeah. about, it, it's her personality. That's not that's okay like, to be like that yeah, stupid. That's like who that's like who you are. Yeah. That's like saying like I don't know. That's like face. Yeah. I don't know. It's like Ron, you know that <laughs> chess thing you You're do? You're born that way. That's dumb and unattractive. <laughs> you know? I just this it, I I just I I, I know. hate I don't boys. Like that. No, fully hate <laughs> oh it. Fully hate it. Add it to the list. Where's the spreadsheet? I hate men. I agree with this it. is why I'm a lesbian. <laughs> no. But like, honest to God, I like. Tra- hey, but I have some fair, fantastic male friends. Anybody can do that. Anybody, anybody can, do can be. Yes. Anybody can be in yes. a butthead, if you will. And again, I want to say. We know that Ron gets better. He is basically the equivalent to our high school right now, which let me tell yeah. you, boys in would high school be, are literal trash. Would so, you want to be judged off of who you were, you know, in Exactly. High school for like I don't want to be judged no. by who I was at sixteen. So yeah. you know. I that old chestnut. That is I think that that probably does damage to Hermione though that what he says there and that's not okay that's why he gets a pugno yeah deserves it <laughs> deserves it um so Ginny then up. says she's a damn sight nicer than Flem. again name calling not okay and like mm-hmm. come on Fleur's pretty and you're stupid if you don't think so just saying I know I just did name calling didn't I but yeah. whatever <laughs> take your oh, own yeah. advice Fleur is beautiful <laughs> Fleur is beautiful. And honestly, everybody's beautiful in their own way. So, like, I just hate this kind of conversation in general. Um, so Hermione chimes in at this point and I says, chimed in. With a, and she's more intelligent. She's in over. <laughs> and again, I say that's not okay. Because what does any of this have to do with who you love, basically, is what I'm getting at. Um and and oh, also man. again like i said fleur is not stupid she was in the triwizard tournament for the love of god and that's exactly what harry says and i forgot that that's what he says but harry defends her <laughs> and harry says Are you that harry? i am harry and i say good point <laughs> and props to harry mm-hmm. and because oh harry defends her mm-hmm. jenny gets mad says i suppose you like the way phlegm says airy do you jelly bellies both of these girls dude teenage life it was you know yeah true i mean like fleur did kiss him on the cheek it left burning sensation more than once um guys ron really sucks in this scene oh my god (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, so then they're talking about Tonks' personality lately. Ron calls Tonks moaning Myrtle because she's been, I say, depressed. Again, I just, do kids really talk like this? Like, this makes me mad. And I know that they do talk about, talk like this, and that just. Yeah, they do. Girl is sad for a reason. Why would we make fun of that? She just lost her cousin and she's going through something that you don't know about and you don't need to know about it's none of your dang business why why 
Are you calling her Moaning Myrtle? Snaps for Maggie. Because they don't know how to deal with their own issues. I know. And so why not just have a good old make fun of somebody else session, you know? Yeah. Bond a little over this. Jeez. Yeah. Kids, don't do this. I know we have some teenage listeners out there. Mm-mm. Somebody starts talking about somebody else. You shut, shut it, it down. down. No, shut it shut down. It down. <laughs> As Jess and would also, say. Shut it you know what, down. <laughs> you know what a really good response to something is? And I just used this the other day because I had a parent talking to me after school about some really personal things. Um, to be quite frank, they were oversharing. But sometimes that's one of the jobs that's not listed under teachers, just mm. listening to people who need to vent. Um, but somebody asked me, what was that all about? And do you know what the great response is? That's not my story to tell. Yeah. Yep. Number one, you're not spreading things because we all know how the game of telephone goes. Mm, right. And two, you look pretty amazing and sound pretty awesome when you say that. <laughs> or you can literally get up and cross your arms across your chest and just strike them down and say, shutting it down. <laughs> you're such a creep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, girl. whichever is your preference. Youths. Yous. Oh. Teddy is just <laughs> He just like literally walked on the keyboard like mm. he was gonna lay this down on it. it. Yeah. He's like doo, this doo, is doo, a cat space. He likes oh, that the God. computer gets warm. I was gonna say, is it warm? Yeah. One day would... I heard the sound, it was and I was like it was Teddy sitting on, on the, the keyboard, bar. yeah, <laughs> trying to type in a password and couldn't type any more letters. Anyway, Harry Potter. <sighs> All right. Hermione snaps at Ron here, though, and says it's because she hasn't gotten over serious. And Harry's heart sinks because in his mind, he's like, and we've arrived <laughs> to and where so he hasn't either. What? gotten over serious yeah because it's been like two seconds right can people give others time to grieve honestly yeah <sighs> um and ron says that makes no sense because they barely knew each other and again this is another really good lesson for people people's feelings are valid even if you don't understand them you don't have to understand them but they're entitled to their feelings so if the only reason why tonks was feeling this way was because of sirius's death that's okay. Some people are empaths. A lot of people on this call currently are. <laughs> it's me. And you feel things very hard. You feel them strong. You feel other people's feelings. And that could be what Tonks is feeling. And that's also fine. Mm -hmm. um, so Hermione then is like, well, Tonks thinks that it's her fault because she was fighting Bellatrix. And if she had just finished Bellatrix off, it wouldn't have happened, which is so easy mm. to say. And Ron yeah, just says, that's if she stupid. she killed this other person, right. this wouldn't have happened. <laughs> right. Even though she was dueling to kill her anyway. Right. Yeah. Um, and Ron just goes, that's stupid. Which I'm, I was just not feeling him while I was writing these notes. And I was like, that's a childish response. <laughs> response annoyed. And Hermione says, it's survivor's guilt, which is a thousand percent accurate. Um, and then they go on to talk about how she's even having trouble metamorphiz 
metam metamorphizing. <laughs> I don't know how to say that word. Um, but Mrs. Weasley interrupts and asks Jenny to come down to help with lunch, and she gets real peeved. She's like, <laughs> I'm talking with this lot. Or whatever she says, something like that. I, I don't know. know. Um, and her mom's just like, yeah, don't care. Come down. You're helping me. And <laughs> Jenny's just like, she just doesn't want to be down there with Flair by herself. Um, Which is probably true. Yeah, I mean, probably. But that's just, again, instilling in Jenny even more that this behavior towards Flair is okay. And it's not. Guys. <sighs> People just need to talk. Communication. Just talk. You know, get it out. I just don't. I'm sorry. That's fine. You don't have to apologize. Not I everybody likes somebody else in the series. Don't. Didn't you care just say that your feelings are valid? Yes. So Jenny's gone, and then Hermione holds up a telescope that is in Fred and George's room and just asks what this is. And Ron's like, I have no idea, but I'm guessing it's something that's not finished for the joke shop, so you should probs be careful with it. And then that turns into conversation about the joke shop. So Harry asks how it is saying that Mrs. Weasley said it was doing really well. And Ron is like, yeah, that's an understatement. They are raking in the galleons and he cannot wait to see the shop. But his dad's been super busy at work and they need extra security from the ministry before they can go. Mm. So that's why they haven't gone yet. But I mean, good news, because that means Harry will get to go, too, which is exciting. Um yeah. But then Harry asks about Percy and if Percy is talking to his mom and dad. And Ron just says, no, not yet. And Harry's like, well, I don't know why. Like, why? Because he has to know now that Mr. Weasley was right about Voldemort returning. And I love this line. It is so it's true. Good. Hermione says... One. Dumbledore says people find it far easier to forgive others for being wrong than being right, which is mm. so true. Mm -hmm. My man is wise. so true. Because it is really hard. And that is essentially saying, hey, it's hard to admit that you're wrong. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it is. Yeah, it is. I feel like that, like when you do that. Like that's its own level. Of, I don't know. I don't know if the word's bravery or what, but it's not easy to do. It's definitely. I pride brave. myself on admitting when I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Gryffindor. No, but truthfully, <laughs> truthfully, I'm okay with admitting that I am wrong because I feel like that gives you and yourself like a sense. I don't know. It's like you're overpowering your want to be right and that in turn gives you more power i don't know if i'm explaining that right but like if i'm wrong like help me learn the correct information like i would love that yeah i feel like you learn so yeah. much more from your mistakes than you do if you just automatically easy breezy beautiful cover girl your way through everything so <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> uh all right so now that dumbledore has been brought up Harry talking like it's no big deal. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm getting private lessons from Dumbledore this year. Ron chokes. Hermione gasps. And Ron's like, you kept that quiet. <laughs> and Harry's like, to be fair, he didn't really have an opportunity to say it until now. 
right. Dude just gets woken <laughs> up. He gets hit upside the head by He's Ron. Like, can I finish my breakfast, please? Right. All these <laughs> people come his in. Eggs. Right. They're probably cold. Right. Nobody cold likes eggs, that. man. Cold Those eggs are the worst. Suck. Unless they're hard boiled. No, thank True. you. Right. Or deviled. <gasps> I've never mm. had a deviled devil. How do you say? Deviled. A deviled deviled. egg. Oh, I've never had a gosh. deviled egg. They weird me out. I want to try one. You need one to watch now. Mrs. Doubtfire while you shove deviled eggs <laughs> in your face. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's these deviled eggs at Firebirds. It's a steak place. It's a chain. Um, it's okay as far as chains go. I'm a snot. We all know it. Um, but they have these deviled eggs with candied bacon and a slice of jalapeno. Ooh, all so right the, the guy there's a firebird the we like <gasps> over here there is you need to get them so the manager the first time we went we went in, when we were in columbus and marty and i were like thoroughly enjoying ourselves and um the manager like came in and was like hey you know how's your experience and we were like we're loving it and he, we were like, we love this candied bacon. And he's like, oh, my God. He goes, we had to literally lock it up because the employees kept taking <gasps> little bits and eating as they go. He's like, eventually it got to be too much. We can't share the candied bacon anymore. That's hilarious. They would take it. That's, I, feel, I feel sad for the employees. Well, when you're eating profits. <laughs> <laughs> right. To the extent where it's noticeable. Because, <laughs> like, he acted like it wasn't a big deal that they, like... And, and truthfully, we did that when I was a waitress. Like, we would we would fry everything that we could when we were dead. And so we would just, like, try all these, like, different things in the fryer and stuff. And our manager was like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Because some of the stuff you like legally have to like get rid of, even though it's not good. Right. Like the amount, I know this is so off topic, but when I had my first job at Kroger in the bakery and you had to pull things by their date, mm -hmm. the amount of food waste in our country is outrageous. Yeah. And that has to, th you have to throw it away and you can't give it away, even though it could be days away from expiration, yep. like actual expiration. Yep. It's really, really sad. Back to Harry Potter. It is sad. I mean, it's so sad. I work at Starbucks. Didn't they start donating yeah, you, though? Yeah, finally. They do. But like they, they do finally just to like food that. banks. Yeah, yeah. But like, how I don't long? know why it's not a thing. Like people in our country need to eat. Give them the food. Yep. <sighs> yep. Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. So Harry's like, well, I just remembered. Again, like we said, he didn't really have time to bring anything up. Um, and maybe he didn't want to bring it up in front of everybody. Like, he talks more to Ron and Hermione, obviously, because they're his best friends. So Ron, in classic Ron mode, goes, blimey. And mm -hmm. he starts to wonder why. Say he wonders why, but then his voice trails off. And Harry notices that him and Hermione exchange a look. So up until now, like, we've been seeing them kind of tiptoeing a little bit. Whether it's like trying to gauge how Harry's mood is because of Sirius still and the touchy subject of the prophecy. Um, so Harry feels his heart start to be faster and he's like thinking in his head, like is now the time to tell them about the prophecy Dumbledore said to tell them. Um, and honestly for a kid who knows that the end of his story ends in death either way, like either he's going to have to die spoilers. He does, but not for a whole long time. And then, <laughs> Or with him killing someone, he brings it up in like a sort of 
calming way. Um, so from the book, neither Ron nor Hermione spoke. Harry had the impression that both had frozen. He continued, still speaking to his fork. Because he was talking about the prophecies. You know, the one they were trying to steal at the ministry. Nobody knows what it said, though, said Hermione quickly. It got smashed. Although the prophet said, began Ron, but Hermione said, shh. The prophet's got it right, said Harry, looking up at them both with a great effort. Hermione seemed frightened and Ron amazed. That glass ball that smashed wasn't the only record of the prophecy. I heard the whole thing in Dumbledore's office. He was the one the prophecy was made to, so he could tell me. From what it said, Harry took a deep breath. It looks like I'm the one who's got to finish off Voldemort. At least it said neither of us could live while the other survives. So he's had some time to like, not a lot of time, but he has had some time to sit with it. He also like talked with Dumbledore about it. I think his extreme bravery is showing through. Like it's clearly a heavy burden, but he's like, is what it is, I guess. Like, can you imagine like being Ron or Hermione and hearing that? Like, and I think they've been trying to like almost like they want to know, but they've kind of been avoiding it. Yeah, they were probably reading the prophet. Like, yeah, right, right, yeah. And Harry's like, "Mm, actually, (laughs) right. But I am the chosen one. God, I wish that was all your line. (laughs) It was just so good, pleasantly delivered. Mm -hmm. So here they are in like this monumentous moment. Right. Like mm, Harry just mm-hmm. spills this to them. They're staring at each other in silence for a moment. And then bang, Hermione disappears behind this cloud of smoke. She'd squeezed the telescope and it punched her in the eye. Well, why did she George do that? <laughs> now she's save the day. sporting a brilliantly purple black eye. What a oh great gosh. icebreaker <laughs> conversation. Icebreaker. Um, so Ron's like, it's okay, my mom will be able to fix it. But Hermione is honestly like, it doesn't even matter. Like, she's just worried about Harry. Yeah. Um, True. So she said, we wondered after we got back from the ministry. Obviously, we didn't want to say anything to you. But from what Lucius Malfoy said about the prophecy, how it was about you and Voldemort, well, we thought it might be something like this. And then she goes, oh, Harry, are you scared? Mm. Direct question. Right. And Harry, he's just... I just like how he's being straight with them because after all of last year when he felt so alone and in his own head, mm-hmm. like he finally can just like be open with his friends and like feel like they've got his back. Not that they ever yeah. didn't, but like he feels solid in that. So he says, not as much as I was, said Harry. When I first heard it, I was. But now it seems as though I always knew I'd have to face him in the end. So again, he sat mm-hmm. with it. He Again, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, but like think about that's a long time to sit with that information. And the, at the end of five, I think that we forget because I honestly, I think because of the movie, we forget how much time is in between the battle of the department of mysteries and the end of the school year. And even go him going to the borough like that's, he was talking to, about things with his friends in the end. You know, it wasn't like it was, uh, the summer before five all year, you know, he got to talk to people and open it up and he chose, he actively chose to sit with that information mm-hmm. because I think he was afraid. And because also I think in his heart of hearts, he's the hero and doesn't want to make other people afraid either. Yeah. And if he told them that right away, especially after such a traumatic event, like the de- battle at the department, um, Maybe, you know, not even 
consciously thinking that that would be so much on somebody else's plate. He doesn't want to be a burden to other people. But I'm really, really glad that, um, you know, he's dealt with that on his own and he's open to sharing this information because sometimes, all the time, Harry tries to just do things by himself. Mm -hmm. And there's a time and a place for him to do the final thing by himself. And but to get there, he definitely needs Ron and Hermione. For sure. Whoa, I just saw the brightest flash of lightning and then a huge clap of thunder. That was scary. I'm jealous. I wondered oh, if that was storm. lightning and then it was confirmed. It was over there. I saw it on this window <laughs> that you can't see. I was I, like, oh, I that? love storms. You ever like wonder if you just blinked at the right time or mm-hmm. if it really was lightning? <laughs> yeah, no, that was me. I was like, is that lightning? <laughs> I want storms, but I don't want them to be dangerous. I just want like the, the sound of a yes. storm. I hear yeah. that. Uh, so use a noisemaker. Oh my god! That's so nastily. <laughs> Tiffany, use a noisemaker. Put me maker. on the spreadsheet. Tiffany wanting a, a storm and not using a sound machine. <laughs> god, oh I love god. you. So Ron goes on to say when they heard that Dumbledore was getting Harry, they thought he might be telling Harry or showing him something to do with the prophecy. And they were kind of right. Um, He says he wouldn't, (laughs) such Ron, he wouldn't be giving you lessons if he thought you were a goner, wouldn't waste his time. He must think you've got a chance. Thanks, Ron. Thanks, best friend. And Hermione agrees and starts wondering what Dumbledore will teach him. She starts getting like really into it. She's like, Really advanced defensive magic, powerful counter curses, anti jinxes, evasive enchantments. Harry's not really <laughs> listening. He literally teaches him none of that. Right. He's like, no, hey, look at this swirly stuff I'm going to put in this bowl. <laughs> cool. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Swirly stuff. <laughs> All right, everything's what? fine. Save his life, whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Harry is not really listening, and I liked this part in the book a lot. So I'm going to read it. A warmth was spreading through him that had nothing to do with the sunlight. A tight obstruction in his chest seemed to be dissolving. He knew that Ron and Hermione were more shocked than they were letting on, but the mere fact that they were still here, still there on either side of him, speaking bracing words of comfort, not shrinking away from him as though he were. Ca- as though he were contaminated or dangerous was more I can't read was worth more than he could ever <laughs> tell them which I wow we really butcher that I did thanks I'm a lot. I love you <laughs> I love you too I'm giving you no know, M&Ms these are all mine <sighs> oh so sad uh, and Hermione says at least he knows one lesson he'll be having this year that's one more than her and Ron and then she's like I wonder when we'll get our OWL results and Harry remembers, well, you know. right? Harry remembers mm-hmm. that Dumbledore said they should be arriving today. That sends Hermione into a panic so much that she's like, I have to go right now to see if any else have come. So Harry, okay, right? Harry finally has a moment to himself. He gets finishes his breakfast, gets dressed, goes downstairs. No owls have arrived yet. Mrs. Weasley is trying to fix Hermione's eye so that she wouldn't look. And the book says this like half of a panda hilarious um it won't budge and jenny's like well that would be exactly something that fred and george would do like make it so that it doesn't come off 
And Hermione's mm-hmm. like, I can't go around looking like this forever. And Mrs. Weasley's like, don't worry, we'll figure it out. And here's Fleur, who is described as smiling serenely. Like she, she means what's going on. She said, Bill told me how Fred and George are very amusing. And I know Hermione's a little stressed with the OWL. She just got socked in the eye and it's not coming off. But she snaps at her and says, yes, I can hardly breathe for laughing. And I just feel bad because Fleur's just trying to start conversation and relate to the family. Yeah, yeah. It's a touchy moment. And... It makes me think of later on, I think it's in the next chapter, and it's not nice, but sometimes you have to find humor in some things. But when when Malfoy says, who blacked your eye, Granger, I want to send them flowers. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny, as all of us <laughs> Don't laugh at it. <laughs> I imagine Draco as the voice in that TikTok that goes, am I the drama? I, yeah. Oh, my yes. God. Yes. Oh, my TikTok. God. Is it me? No. Uh, <laughs> is it me? Am I the drama? <laughs> yes, honey. It is you. It is you. Uh, so Hermione starts muttering to herself. She's like, I know I messed up ancient runes. The defense against the dark arts practical was no good. And Transfiguration was okay at the time. But now I'm thinking back. And Ron's like, would you shut up? Like, you're not the only one who's <laughs> nervous. And like, when you're sitting here with your 10 outstanding OWLs, and Hermione's like, don't, don't, don't. I know I failed everything. And She's Harry, right. Harry asks, you know, on the off chance, what happens if you do fail? Hermione's already got an answer for that because she already checked with McGee. You just discuss your options with your head of house. I don't know what that means, but you just discuss your options. Do you just drop out of Hogwarts? Yeah, Yeah, remedial everything. Oh, gosh. I want you to look at how you spelled Hermione. Hermione then. Hermione then. Hermione then. Hermione then. (laughs) You know what? That's just one extra letter, but it looks True. ridiculous. <laughs> you know? Oh, it does. Hermione. Um, I think Hermione was an answer in the New York Times crossword puzzle today. Oh, really? What? Yeah. That's cool. Okay. So, Katie, I thought that maybe you and I could take Sarah's section mm-hmm. because we were the ones that did the notes. No, let's make Meg <laughs> do it all. We wrote it. She reads yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would do fine. <laughs> you would do fine. I believe in you, honey. You're doing great, sweetie. So Harry is feeling very uneasy about his grades that are quickly approaching. And so Fleur provides some information on how Bovatons handles their exams. And they don't test their students until the sixth year. And then she's cut off because she tries to continue to go on because Hermione screams because she has spotted... Three. Three. I dung it. I dung it. Oh, well, I was talking and I couldn't hear it. Dung it? (laughs) I don't know why I said dung. No, I said it. (laughs) You said it because I said it because I said it first. What do you say? Dinged? Yeah, I guess. I dung it. (laughs) I pooped it. What is the past tense of ding? (laughs) Dinged. (laughs) I dinged it. I dinged it. I dinged it. (laughs) Is it dinged? I don't Dung. know. 
ding, ding, ding dong. Ding. <laughs> Somebody Google it. What is wrong with us? What is the Well, pastime? where do you want to start? Because there's lots of things we could talk about. Anywho, it is dinged. And I don't I see English language. I don't care for that. It should be dunged. I agree. Um, <laughs> three black specks are coming towards the burrow. Quote, they're definitely owls, said Ron hoarsely, jumping up to join Hermione at the window. And there are three of them, said Harry, hastening, hastening to her other side. One for each of us, said Hermione in a terrified whisper. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. She gripped both <laughs> Harry and Ron tightly around the elbows. I want someone to draw then, that. It seems really cute. It does it seem, does really, seem cute. really cute. Jinx, you owe me a uh, Coke. Ha! 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 Oh, geez. my goodness. <laughs> you should not have gave her m that is sugar, and she is hyper now. <sighs> Look at her. Sugar Anyways. and beer. m M&M sugar, hi. m M&M sugar, hi. M&M sugar high. <laughs> There's three handsome. Oh. Oh, okay. What happened? Dropped. I just hit my Make ear on the microphone. It's good. Are you all right there, buddy? Uh-huh. Okay. We're falling apart. So three handsome tawny owls are coming closer, to, and each of them are carrying a envelope. I think I said each of them are carrying them. Each of them is carrying an envelope. And Hermione's still freaking out. What's a tawny owl, you ask? Well, I'm glad. It's um, it's an owl. It's a species of owl. <laughs> it's an owl that's tawny. <laughs> oh, they're responsible for the most commonly heard owl sound, the classic nocturnal. And this is literally quoted, twit-woo call. Twit-woo? Like, Twitwoo. Twitwoo. I don't know. Sure. Twitwoo. Uh That's the one that you usually would hear the most. It ranges. Um, oh, I'm sorry. That's the territory. Never mind. It says females are generally bigger and heavier than males. Does that it mean they can carry a heavier male? Mm. What if they only use female owls to carry, like, packages? That'd be cool. Yes. Because we're B.A. Um, they like to eat mice and voles. Oh, oh, no, Sarah. Sorry, Sarah. Oh, my gosh. They will eat rabbits. <gasps> oh, my gosh. I'm offended. <laughs> Moles, small birds, beetles, earthworms, frogs, even fish. Not to be confused with Swedish fish. Eat all of the fish because I hate fish. <laughs> Put it on the list. Yeah. We've updated it three times this episode. I genuinely hate all fish, though. Like, there's not a single fish that I'm like, I like you. I don't like any of them. Salmon? (laughs) What? Oh, God. All right. It's the least fishy of fish. Anyways, we'll move on. So Mrs. Weasley (laughs) opens the window. I feel like her, she's like calm walking over because the three of them are like freaking out. Hermione very much so and she like calmly walks over opens the window the owls come in and the trio start taking their letters off the owl's legs and Hermione is shaking so badly that her whole owl is trembling because she's trying to untie the letter and so the owl is shaking too 
I was like, and the geez, lady, get off already. <laughs> Just finished on dying These dang students. <laughs> I don't get paid enough for this. There's not enough treats in the world. <laughs> Give me a pellet. <laughs> Give me a pellet. <laughs> and nobody in the kitchen is saying anything because obviously the tension can be cut with a butter knife. And... <laughs> It's time. He gets his letter off. He opens it up. And Harry Potter, these are your grades. So let's go over the levels. Oh, W. No. 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 Tiffany. (laughs) (laughs) You're fired. Oh, I'm sorry. So pass grades. O for outstanding. E for exceeds expectations. A for acceptable. Fail grades are P for poor, D for dreadful, and my favorite, T for troll. So, Harry, James Potter has achieved astronomy, A, care of magical creatures, E, charms, E, D-A-D-A, O, divination, P, er, herbology, E, history of magic, D, potions, E, transfiguration, E. Aside from history of magic, which I feel like should have been an easy study your notes grade, but he couldn't stay awake and also passed out. Um, these are pretty great grades. They're awesome. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Like, totally freaked me out. I mean, right on. <laughs> Harry sure is number one. <laughs> I thought you guys were doing the Hamilton. Awesome. Wow. That actually oh, no. is what I was going for, but I oh, really see, love uh, what Tiffany uh, ended up doing, and I wish I that I had been on board on. with the Bring It, it, it On been great. It would have been great. Awesome. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Harry didn't do too bad. Yeah. My turn to take over Sasa's section. So, Harry reads through this several times, and with each read, he can breathe a little easier. And he thinks it was all right. He already knew he was going to fail divination. He has no motivation for that class. Like, he, it just wasn't going to happen. He also thinks I have no chance. I had no chance of passing history of magic since he collapsed halfway through. Hold, hold the phone. He collapses in class and he doesn't get to make it up. Well, Hagrid didn't get a wand after he was, you know, determined <sighs> to be innocent. So, you know, yeah, no, you fair know. is fair. <laughs> whatever whatever um so he continues thinking he's like well i passed pretty well in transfiguration and herbology and then you can like feel his excitement and he had even managed and exceed expectations in potions which i think is great yeah really good let's also let's talk about something because everybody in this book wants to say that you know well hermione at least wants to say that he's not as good at potions and it has something to do with the prince. Well, yeah, it has something to do with the prince and it also has to do with a non-stressful environment. But given everything that happened to him years one through five, technically, when he took this exam, Harry's not bad at potions just himself. Right. You know, that's a great grade. It is. Well, half the times we read about is like... Snape will just be like mad about something that happened in the classroom and be like, 
oops, I cleared your potion. You can't refill right. for the, to turn yes. it in. You get a zero, you know? Yes. So it's like he's got he's got it against him. He really does. And honestly, at the end of the day, like Harry's a really good potioner, I think. I mean, look at how much he like, because he knew at this point in time, he needed to get what an O to pass on mm-hmm. to be an or, which mm-hmm. is honestly Crazy. ridiculous. It is. But think of two more years of schooling. Yeah. yeah. Think of how much he like really got down and studied and he really did very well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he was really like, I got to mm-hmm. I got to do this. I got to try and get a good grade on this. Yeah. Um, and then best of all, Harry's mind, he says he had achieved outstanding in defense against the dark arts. So Hermione's mm-hmm. got her back to them. But Ron looks delighted. And he's like, I only feel divination and history magic, quote, and who cares about them? Classic. <laughs> so he swaps with Harry. Harry takes note that there's no outstanding there, but he seems to have done okay. Mm-hmm. I also really like this moment. Ron seems super happy for Harry when he's reading through his results. He says, knew you'd be top at Defense Against the Dark Arts, said Ron, punching Harry on the shoulder. We've done all right, haven't we? And Mrs. Weasley is proud, too. She ruffles Ron's hair and tells him, well done. He got seven owls. And that's more than the twins together. (laughs) Aww. I don't think they're bothered by that at all, though. No. Clearly their motivations were outside of school. Yeah. I think that they, if they actually applied themselves to, like, academic work, they would have been. Yeah. Just think about the potions they have to oh, make yeah. the things they have to transfigure. They're, they know what they're minds doing. Minds were just focused on other things. Yeah. If if they would have gotten any bad grades, it would have been history, magic, and divination. And honestly, divination is a throwaway grade because that is something that you're born with. And I don't think that you can teach that subject. Yeah. I think that it should maybe be more maybe focused on like leaves. the I don't know. study of, like the appreciation of, yes. because it is a real form of magic. But it's really you can't like i don't think you can be taught it right i feel like you can't and i feel like i don't know am i wrong in saying that but like maybe you can be taught to perhaps see things in tea leaves but if you think about trelawney who is actually a true seer you know if you sat her in front of a crystal ball and say you know here see something umbridge does it said make a prediction it doesn't happen that way. Right. So, so how can you, you expect students kids? to do that? Yeah. Right. If anything, it should be about maybe the proper way to, to read tea leaves or uh, look at the stars More and make written. these kinds of connections. Yeah. Yeah. Like explain about, how you like, should do this, not do it. And then maybe. Right. There shouldn't be a practical. Yeah. Right. And then maybe while you're studying that, maybe you realize you have the inner eye or whatever, you know, like right. how one out yeah. of however many maybe. students. Yeah, maybe it could be used to, like, weed them out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then Ginny is like, uh, Hermione, how'd you do? And Hermione answers in a small voice, uh, not bad. So Ron, not messing around, goes right over to her, whips the results right out of her hand and goes, yep. Not nice. That's true. Yep. Nine outstanding and one exceeds expectations at Defense Against the Dark Arts. So he looks down at her, half amused, half exasperated, and goes, you're actually disappointed, aren't you? Because <laughs> you know that she just wanted to, like, swipe, sweep the board. But it's Hermione. She's always, that's always been, like, and to say her, like, 
weakest class is by no means to call it a weak <laughs> class for her at all. Right. But right. Yeah. Uh, do you think she's jealous of Harry's though? Hmm. Yeah. I sure some part of her. To be honest. It surprised we see her jealousy later with potions. Yes. So it wouldn't surprise mm-hmm. me if we saw it now. For sure. For sure. Do you like this? <clears throat> I do think that it surprised me that she didn't get an O, honestly, because like she can create a corporeal patronus. Like mm-hmm. she can do really amazing things. And I guess I maybe it's just I, I just I can't pinpoint like why she wouldn't have gotten an O in that class. And I feel as if this was forced for her to not get all of them, because to me, it seems unrealistic that she wouldn't like I know that it wasn't her best class, but she absolutely was good enough in it to get an O. I just right. maybe it seems forced that this happened and I don't yeah. love it. Here's me pulling strings mm. just to like think and talk and whatever what if because harry's been good at defense since jump like he's always been really good at it he hasn't always been really good at everything else hermione has Mm -hmm. so do you think that's kind of like been a play in her head like there is someone else in this class who is better than me at it and maybe that kind of like psychs her out a little bit maybe i I don't know that's her deepest fear yeah literally her biggest fear is failing literally and i think that i think girlfriend puts way too much pressure on herself when it comes to these types oh, of for situations sure. so i think that it was probably something that happened within the exam had she not have psyched herself out it would have been an O. I mean it's it's an O. it's an O. how is it not i mean i yeah. I, I do agree <laughs> and also I, i'm i wasn't reading everything in the in the chat but it just kind of i have like seen some agreements by the author yeah um yeah Runal Wazloop says Hermione didn't get an O because the author wanted to show that Harry's better at defense against dark arts. Perfect I, point. I agree. Absolutely. Yes. But I just, yeah, like it, like I said, it, it feels forced. Mm-hmm. That was a huge that, lightning. It's going to crash thunder big in a second. Whew. Ooh, I can't wait. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I'm surprised it I'm hasn't surprised yet. It hasn't yet. I don't hear anything. Um, it hasn't yet. So, after they've discussed the results, um, I wish Sarah was here because Ron says, well, we're any WT students now. Mom, are there any more sausages? <laughs> I do like that about him, how he's just like, all right, it's over. We got our results. Whew, OK, move on. Off to the next thing. Right. <laughs> While Hermione is just like stewing like, oh, why didn't I get that one? Right. How on earth did Hermione take less tests than Percy. Doesn't Percy get 13 OWLs? How is that even Someone possible? Someone just asked that in the chat. She dropped a that? bunch of classes because of year three, right? Oh, was he taking I guess, but, in year three? But like Percy wasn't using a time turner. So how did he take 13? Uh, uh, mm, is that right? I'm, is it 13? I'm searching. He got 12. Okay, okay. but still. Percy and Bill got 12. So that would mean that they took one more test than, wait, two more tests than Hermione. There's a 12 OWL lesson 
I just, I don't, I don't get that. I don't know either. It is mentioned in the series that both Bill and Percy got 12 OWLs, so would have taken 12 subjects as well, which would mean that they would both need time turners for three years to do this. So was it really that uncommon for Hermione to get one? Maybe not. I don't know. Here's Hogwarts just, just handed out time turners. You get a time turner. You get a time turner. You no, get a time turner. She, wasn't she like how common was that? I really don't think it was. I didn't I think, think that probably... it was, but it's just bizarre. That has to be a plot hole. It's gotta be. I mean, mm. we know that the author well, it's just a great number. <laughs> that's true. Although it should have been 13. Hey. But you know what? Ron got seven, and that's more magical. Just saying. Mm-hmm. How many did Harry get? Seven? Did they both get seven? One, two, three, four, five, six, no, seven. Harry got more, right? Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He got seven too because he got a P in divination and a D in history of magic. Mm-hmm. They both got seven. Harry James Potter has achieved. We've <laughs> <laughs> um, made twelve. Where was I? Okay. So Harry looks back at his results and like, he's just like, you know, they're as good as I could have hoped for, which is awesome because Mm -hmm. Harry deserves to feel good about his accomplishments. Um, But there is one tiny twinge of regret, which is his potions grade. And the only reason for that is because in this moment in time, this is the end of his ambition to become an or quote. He had known all along that he wouldn't, which is sad. But he still had a sinking, still felt a sinking in his stomach as he looked at that small black E. So that's like, even though he tries so hard, he gets an E, which is great because he doesn't get good grades and potions. Not entirely his fault. And yet he feels like he knew all along it wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Which is even better that it can later on. Spoiler. And then I like that Harry kind of thinks to himself, he's like, it's odd because it was actually a Death Eater in disguise who first told me that I would make a good or, and that Mm -hmm. stuck with me. And I honestly can't think of anything else that I would like to do. And with the prophecy, it seems like the right destiny for me. And the end of the chapter goes, neither can live while the other survives. Wouldn't he be living up to the prophecy and giving himself the chance of survival? If he joined those highly trained wizards who job, whose job it was to find and kill Voldemort. If we go based on that, Harry thinks that, like, this showdown is, like, in the future. It's not happening next year. Right. He's thinking, well, maybe I can become an or, join the ranks, learn a lot more, and take Voldemort down. It's happening uh, real soon, buddy. (laughs) Also, you need a couple Horcruxes under your belt to destroy then you can beat Voldemort. Hallows, Horcruxes, or OWLs? Which one? <laughs> oh, gosh. And that's it. That's it. Yep. That's it. Another chapter. <sighs> All right. chapter gone. Let's pull some questions. It's definitely the thunder round real, out here. Yeah, you have real light. Did you hear around. it? No. Oh, mm-hmm. it's been 
I'll just put on my sound machine. There you go. That's a great idea. Why don't you do that? A great one, you say. <laughs> okay. Ooh, there are so many today. Okay. That's all the bolts hitting us. Got it. Blake asks, do you guys think that Molly struggled with accepting Hermione like she did Fleur, even though she clearly was accepted? Going along uh, with think, the no one's good enough for my son's concept. I think we saw that in Goblet. Yeah, she Especially had. Especially with her protection of Harry, mm -hmm. the way that, you know, because she was reading Rita Skeeter. Um, and the way that she was treating Hermione then. So maybe, but I guess... She, we don't see that as much. But she like, I don't know. I feel like she really, really knows Hermione. Whereas it's she didn't different. even time to get to know Fleur. Yeah. I, do, I think that the Hermione situation is different. She went through that a little bit, like we said, in Goblet. Just with not. And that wasn't even like pertaining to Hermione's not good enough for my son. That was just, you know, she was being gossipy Molly. Um, mm -hmm. But I think that the situation is like a little bit too different to compare. So I don't think that she went through that with Hermione personally. She will. All right. Um. <sighs> Mia asks thoughts on the possibility of a Ginny being bi. Maybe she was overcompensating with her responses to Fleur because she was totally crushing on Fleur herself. I would accept it. Why not? I could totally see it, personally. I can see I can see her being bi, but not with Fleur. Like I don't think she was attracted to Fleur. I think yeah, I'm not. She was going to be with Luna. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes. no. I, I, yeah, uh, I don't think that. I mean, I guess I don't really know what Ginny's type would be, but I can't see her. But maybe the Vila thing was causing her to crush on Fleur. Oh, maybe. In which case, it was confusing. Ah, uh, you know. <gasps> She's confused. Ooh. She's also mad because Harry, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it doesn't affect Hermione because she's straight. Yeah. And I totally am all here oh. for pooling LGBT representation anywhere that we can in this book because the author gave us zilch. I'm wearing so, my Dumbledore's gay shirt today. Yeah. <laughs> you know so Jenny being bi. Yeah. New head canon. Love it. I'm here with that. I mean, I mean, that. that's always a ship that shows up when people talk about. Well, not that Ginny and Luna, but Ginny and Luna. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah. I mean, they're just really sweet together. I mean, like Ginny and Harry, whatever. Whatever. Like, so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. <sighs> Lily asks, has there ever been a time where you had to share a big piece of information like Harry did with Ron and Hermione? Were you nervous? Did you feel relieved afterwards? Yeah. I mean, like, I came out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what I was thinking of, too. Oh. Um, so, yes and yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't have that to share. But, um, but it doesn't have to be something like that. I mean, anything. I know, but what I'm going to say is, like, so not. No, don't say that. Uh, nope, don't say that. There is no I comparison don't know what you're here. Saying. Yeah, don't compare it. It's your experience. There's no comparison. No, but I'm just saying no, it's your experience. So don't say that it's like silly or whatever. Like it's not. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, I was just saying like 
something large to tell somebody like i guess something that was really sad was like i had to tell marty that his uncle had passed mm. and i was glad that i was the one that was able to like tell him and comfort him yeah and so yes i i did feel not that i felt better but like you didn't have to dread the moment of doing it anymore i guess that. you know that's relieving yeah but, yeah but also it's like i knew that i could help him yeah yeah, yeah. so i don't know mm-hmm. yeah i mean i guess i it's so frustrating i i feel like it's getting better as the years go on but like it's always something that i would worry about when i would start a new job i would hate the idea of having to like come out at work um that is like such a high stress thing to the point where like I had an awesome job at the UPS store I felt so comfortable with the people that I worked there with there I loved the people I worked with there and I could be myself so -hmm. then when I decided to get a new job I remember Mm -hmm. this very specifically and like now that I know what I know about people at that job um very very conservative very you know just yeah and they weren't nice um when i interviewed i so i it's interesting because like now that i'm looking back on this situation i'm like they really couldn't have said anything else to me at that point because i was already hired but like i straight up said i am in a same-sex relationship and I want to make sure that I feel accepted at work. Is that something that will be a problem here? I straight up asked that like on the last day, whenever I was getting all of my paperwork figured out to like start. And I kind of put them in a situation where like they couldn't really tell me like, no, because I was already hired. So at that point, like if they had said no, I would have been like lawsuit. Not that that's what I was thinking, but you know, like, (laughs) It was awkward. Like looking back on it, I was like, oh, that was a little bit awkward, I guess. But I just was like in such a good position at my previous job with like being happy to be who I was that I wasn't about to go into a new position and have to shut myself away again and come up with like the right time to talk about it. So I just like made sure that it was known right away that is who I was. I was planning a wedding with my fiance, who is a woman, and I want to be able to speak openly about it and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was super. That was really stressful, but like, I'm glad that I did that, especially really of you for doing that. Like, that was hard, but that takes bravery. <sighs> thanks. It's my inner Gryffindor. <laughs> Um, actually I would argue that it's just my straight up Slytherin, but you know, this is me. Got a problem with it. Yeah. Basically that's (laughs) how I was. Like I was super Slytherin about it, but, um, I'm glad that I did that because like, as I learned more about that place of work, like I realized I might have had a really hard time coming out if I hadn't been open and honest like that seeing as like how people that those people supported and stuff so i just want to it could have been difficult pop in and mm-hmm. say be authentically you because yeah. it's very freeing if you're ready for it yeah but 
as someone it, who wasn't and you now will feel am. The relief. Yeah, it's great. The relief is mm. worth the stress. Yeah. Rip that band-aid off. Just rip it. Release Look the rainbow. You. Look at you two rainbow. <laughs> oh, oh man. <gasps> You'll make a oh. I just almost <laughs> dislodged my headphones everywhere. <laughs> oh man. What were we doing? Okay, lightning round. <laughs> Sam, what is your favorite form of eggs? Hard boiled. Over medium with everything but the bagel seasoning. I have a very specific favorite egg moment. It's gotta be interesting. Wait, I, hold on, I lied. Okay. Oh, go ahead. I like omelets. All oh, right. I love omelets. All right. Yeah. I like <laughs> eggs in almost any form, if I'm being honest. But the best is a nice grainy piece of bread, avocado slathered on it, and then um what is it? Over, Over medium, medium egg. egg. Yeah. With everything but the bagel seasoning. Oh my god! Yes. Also, if you but really want to spice it up, a little bit of sriracha on there. Sriracha, literally yeah. spice it up. Yeah. I want eggs. Yum. Okay. <laughs> Next is Epic username asks if Molly actually had the power to control this. Who do you think she would want each kid and Harry to marry? I think she'd be happy with uh, Harry and Ginny. I think that she yeah. likes that. I think she likes yeah. Ron and Hermione. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't really know, like, what her big issue is with Fleur. Maybe. I, I, just, I, I really, I don't get it. I don't know. Because, like, why would you not? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Does she have an issue with Penelope? I don't think so with Percy. I think it's, you know. Whatevs. Whatevs. I think that it's just because Bill is the first to like be in a serious relationship to the point of marriage and it's her gut reaction to just be like, you're not good enough for my kid. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. But she comes around. Plus, I mean, it's a stressful time for literally everyone. Yeah. For sure. Mm hmm. Um, let's see. Holy head harpies. Have you ever waited for results as impatiently as Hermione waited for her OWLs? Yes. Yeah. College acceptance. Oh, yeah. That was rough. Uh, Praxis results. Um, what is praxis? Teacher license. I was going to say, I think it's some teacher thing. <laughs> some teacher garbage. <laughs> yeah. I think mine was there for our design program. There was two big like oh end God. of the year portfolio Reviews. submissions and that was a scary time that was rough that yeah. was scary one was anonymous which was super <sighs> scary and then one was in person which was somehow even scarier but hey okay we're here you when I was in the Singing Angels, the choir, you used to do reviews every year and then you would be ranked um, in your section and you would get the letter with like your number in your section and that was oh my god i would track down the mailman <laughs> like literally i'd go on my bike and i would bike around until i found him and be like do you have a letter for megan petras are you I live serious three down. <laughs> I yes i know serious. that about you yes that's how you are the most 
Yeah. Just the most. <laughs> like I did that like every day for like a week until it came. He was probably so relieved to finally hand it to me. Yes, I do today. Yes, I, I have it. it take it. It's like I wish this small person would stop chasing me on a bike down the street. Like, I mean, like genuinely, I was probably like eleven. He's like that guy in Home Alone 2 who's like, I don't know, kid, leave me alone. <gasps> I love it. Wait, there's, I, wait, in the original Home Alone, the kid gets on the bus and they count him as Kevin. He's like, gee, I don't know, Oh, yeah, kid. that's, that's the yeah. one. I'm sorry, that one, yeah. That's what I was talking about. Oh, oh God. Okay, I'm going to ask. Does this have kid. automatic transmission? <laughs> does this have four-wheel drive? <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I don't know, kid. Accent. <laughs> All right, I'm asking one more because Tiffany's computer's dying because she broke her charger. What it is? Why does the battery suck so hard? So Katie asks, "Did you really want Harry to be an Auror?" I did. I think I did because Harry wanted. Yeah. It. Yeah. Exactly. Same. When yeah. I was reading it, I did. Looking back on the books, I wish that he would have done something else just because to me an Auror is like a cop. And that's just, I just, you know, I mean, he has trauma and I don't think that he would be a good cop. I don't know. I just, looking back on it, I'm like, was that really, really like the hero of our story needs to finish school and... I wish upgraded he would have I think that I think that they should have. Yeah, only it would have been cool if they did. I think it's a. I think it was a gap in there. Honestly, and Harry, why wouldn't you want to go back to your home? You know. Yeah, I don't know. My only yeah. regret with that is I wanted to know more about more occupations in the Wizarding World. But that's selfish on my. Yeah. Mind. yeah. Tell me all the I things. I think he would have been a great teacher. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That, looking, see, now looking back, I was always mm-hmm. now. I think he should have taught defense. To me, that yeah. is the perfect. He Him he could have gone back to Hogwarts together. every year. Like it would have been a dream. They could have had a place in Hogsmeade. Yeah, I he could rename to the me class that army is the ideal ending. Yeah, I like but, that. In the moment when I was reading it, I was like, oh, well, Harry wants to be an Aura, so I want him to be an Aura. Yeah. So is there, I wonder if there's fanfic about him being um, a professor. In my head canon, I feel as if eventually he at least becomes a teacher. Um, you know, yeah, like. You don't have to be an Aura forever. Right. Like it was, you know, it was for a couple of years. It was good. He liked it. Okay. Head canon. Chris Child's over. He says, no, thanks. I'm going to go teach. Yeah. 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 Because it's too much. I like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Did Any, anybody get bingo? bingo? I feel as if there were a lot of things that we did and talked about today that could have given people bingo. Jen said she was so close. <laughs> yeah. Come on, hope, hope, hope. <sighs> I don't think anybody got it. Nope. But I have I barely liked anything in the chat today, so I'm sorry. I know. Same. I'm sorry, guys. <sighs> Who won the house cup? Gryffindor! What? You shut your stinking mouth. Gryffindor with the measly 340 points is in first. (laughs) 
Show me the standings. <laughs> oh my gosh, Slytherin is in last. Guys, well, what happened? Oh, first. Suck it, snakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, oh congratulations, man. Lions. Go ahead and roar. Congrats, Gryffindor. <laughs> Congrats. You won the house cup. Thanks. <sighs> what if Dumbledore came in and he was like, well done, Gryffindor. Well done. <laughs> However, McGonagall's like, they won. Never mind. <laughs> yes. That's exactly oh. what I was going to say. There was, was a meme. Say. What was it really meme? I think it was a cartoon. One of those, you know, those cartoons, the funny, like the art is just like kind of outrageous, which makes it perfect. And Dumbledore's. Oh, yes. Wild. And he goes, how many points are you down, Minerva? She tells him, and he's like, 10 points to Gryffindor for uh, most wrinkle-free rooms. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. So true, though. Perfect. God, I love him so much. He's a cheater. Okay, fan story? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This fan story comes from another Katie. Hello, other Katie. Oh, Wonderful other Katie. name. Hi, ladies. Also, I didn't put what year this was that they sent this, but I think it was 2020. Anyway. Hi, ladies. I recently found your podcast and I've started binging it. I wanted to share my Harry Potter story. I'm a Gryffindor with an eagle Patronus, which works Woo! out nicely since I'm probably more of a Gryffindor. That's nice. Nice. I fell in love with Harry Potter in 2001 when a friend told me to try reading the series before the first movie came out. I blew, f blew through the first three books and started waiting for releases with book four. I told my mom she had to start reading them too, and she fell in love with the story as well. My mom and I used to go to the midnight book releases together. Teddy, I'm reading a story, buddy. I'm sorry. He really tried to cut Katie off. Hey. Always trying again. This is really rude to our listener, Katie, who wants me to read her story. Thank you. <laughs> um, <Second> cat. <laughs> She fell in love with the story as well. My mom and I used to go to the midnight book releases together and read them so fast so we could talk to each other about them as soon as possible and and would see all the movies together as soon as they came out. The world of Harry Potter was a big part of the last years of my childhood and I would always seem to come back to them at different moments in life. In 2015, my mom was diagnosed with aggressive stage 4 cancer and died in July of that year. It broke oh me. Gosh. I'm an only child. I was her sole caregiver and she was my best friend. The months leading up to that loss were some of the most challenging moments of my life. When I wasn't with her and fulfilling my role as caregiver, I was crushed by the reality of the impending loss of the most amazing person in my life. I would come home and just want to disappear into another world where my problems didn't exist. I decided to reread an old story that was familiar and comforting. A story that made the idea of death seem not as scary, maybe even beautiful. That reminded me that a mother's love is forever. One that showed that those who love us never truly leave us. Harry Potter. I wanted to do something to memorialize my mom. As we know, the word always carries a big significance in the Harry Potter story. My mother carries a big significance in my story. So I decided to fuse together the story that has helped me get through the darkest days of my life with a tattoo of her handwriting as a beautiful reminder that no matter what life throws at me, she is with me always. Keep up the great work, ladies. I love listening to you. As Luna would say, it's like being with friends. And she included Aww. the her tattoo picture. It's beautiful. That is beautiful. beautiful. I am sorry really, yeah, for your sorry. loss. Um, I'm glad that you guys got to share Potter together and you have all those memories together and that 
the series helped you and continues to help you through it. Yeah. And you have a piece of your mom on you all the time. That's so sweet. That's true. I really like that. I love those uh, handwriting. I know. Yeah. I know. Plus your mom had really good hands. I know. It's really pretty. Yeah. So thank you, Katie, for sharing your story. Mm. Keep getting lost in that world. Mm. I didn't pick a joke. Katie. No, I'm sorry. Some of these are really dumb. (sighs) You're going to have to read them eventually, so just read it out one. Okay, here we go. If a group of fish is called a school... What's a group of owls called? A hoot. No. Spam from Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, I dumb. think a hoot a hoot of owls. I like I, I like that. Peck. A hoot. Whatever. Is it a peck? A bush a peck, peck, isn't it? A peck of is, owls is, is the title of a chapter. It, yeah, it's a chapter title. Oh. Gosh. I just know I'll post and I'll post again. The beginning and the end of the greatest book of all time. That's, that's why I said Al's Caban was because of Al's posts. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I just disagree with Prisoner being the best book. I'm sorry. I I too agree. I don't think it's the best book, but that's okay. That's a conversation for another day. Would you like an egg joke? Yes, give me an egg joke. Who tells the best egg puns? You. The co- the comedians. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Give me another one. Um, <laughs> Why should you be careful what you say around egg whites? They can't take a yolk. <laughs> <laughs> Iggy thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, isn't it, pig? One more. Why wouldn't the farmer let the hen in his house? Because she kept laying deviled eggs. <gasps> I love deviled eggs. <laughs> Make sure that you follow your hosts on social media. Myself and Katie are on Twitter and Instagram at the Peaches Family. Tiffany is on Twitter and Instagram at Tiff Swish underscore Flick. And Sarah is on Instagram at O'Malley with three H's. Even though she's not here, I'm still plugging her Instagram because we love her. Tiff, what have I been doing? The real question, friends, is what haven't I been doing? I feel like I've been up to so much lately. Um, I read a book called Ghosts of Salem. It was pretty small, but I read it in a day, which hasn't happened in a minute. And I really, really enjoyed it. It was just like basically ghost stories from Salem and fun fact I was reading it and the restaurant looked familiar and I was like I'm pretty (laughs) sure that we ate there and so I asked the ladies and nobody remembered and then I remembered you didn't at first yes I did (laughs) check your messages you're a liar do it you're a liar no I'm not you're a liar check them I don't know where my yeah, phone Catherine is. Catherine can check them too. I'm not getting involved. <laughs> Whatever, Hufflepuff. I don't even have my phone next to me. That's how focused I am today. Focus. You have messages on your computer. Focus. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and 
anyways, so it turns out that a restaurant that is considered to be haunted there called Turner's is a place that we got food at. I think I got mac so and cheese that was there. Pretty cool. Yeah. You did. I did not eat seafood. Because it came seafood. in like an oval dish. Yeah. You want to know why? I remember. Because I hate seafood. Because you hate seafood and you hate All fish. fish. Okay, we got it. All, All of them. Fish. <sighs> I do like whales, so- but I don't like to eat them. Sorry, go ahead. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I am still reading the witches book, which is nonfiction about the Salem witch trials. I'm, I don't know, maybe a quarter of the way through that. It's very big pages and very small text. So, you know, and then I am over halfway done with the second book in the wheel of time series called the great hunt. And it is, amazing which one are you really really uh the second book it's called the great hunt it's really really good and the trailer just dropped a few days ago for the um wheel of time show that's going to be on amazon prime i forgot about that oh it looks so flipping good and robert jordan is should i read it so they yes well i like it yes it's not spicy at all. Forget well, it. I'm out. <laughs> I'm just it's not spicy at all. Well, I don't know if it is anywhere because there's 14 books. Um, but it's really, it's really, really good. It's exciting. And like cliffhangers happen in the middle of chapters. And you're like, how is the chapter not over? And this huge thing just happened. And I don't know. It's just really good. Hmm. Hmm. And I've been teaching. I decorated for fall today with Alana. She so didn't cute. call it decorating. She called it holidaying, which is really flipping cute. Canon. I know. And I just, I had a really nice long weekend and it was nice to have three days. And I'm making homemade chicken noodle soup tomorrow. So I'm really excited. I was just yeah. thinking about chicken noodle soup. I really want to make chicken noodle soup. Actually, I really want to make beef soup. What's beef soup? What? I've never heard anybody call a beef soup beef soup. It's either like stew. No, it's not stew. It's vegetables soup. soup. Okay, well, what? Tell me about it. It's basically pot roast with vegetables in a broth. (sighs) What? No. Yeah. Because it's not gravy at all. It's just. It's like. It's like fall apart pot roast meat, but it's soup and you use like the bone in rib meat to make the broth. Beef soup. I'm Googling it because I feel like I have the best recipe. It's my grandma's. Seriously. Vegetable beef soup. No. No. What's showing up? No. Beef soup. Vegetable beef soup. Beef soup. In your mouth, beef and vegetable soup. No. (laughs) Okay. That's I am shook. <laughs> I don't know why nobody says beef soup. I'm gonna. You want some beef soup? Yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jen. Seriously, my grandma used to make beef and barley soup all the time. See, that's different though. That's beef and barley. That's no, beef just, soup. Nobody just soup. says beef soup. <laughs> it's literally chicken noodle soup, but beef. So beef noodle soup. There you go. Beef, <laughs> beef, beef noodle. and noodles. Beef and noodles. 
That's different. But it's not beef noodle soup like chicken noodle soup, but it's the same thing. It's beef soup. Beef no- beef soup. Yeah. No, I hate it. <laughs> Till you try it. You hate it until I make it for no, you, and then you're I, like, no, mm, I hate so the name good. beef soup. Beef it soup. sounds. Just call it high dad soup and be done. Do you want it to be called boop? Boop. Uh, or seaf. My computer's gonna die like for real. All right, let's see. What am I doing? Um, I have been reading. I started a book called The Witch Haven. Very good so far. Ooh. Brand new book just came out. Really enjoy it so far. Um, it's witchy, great for fall. And it's about a magic academy. So that's cool. Mm. Um, also finished Boyfriend Material. Highly recommend. Very good. And I've been working a lot. Uh, and what else? Our, our friends have been visiting the Brookharts. We've been hanging out with them and James Z. Oh my God. The baby fever is like for real. For real, for real. I am so close to getting health insurance in which that means steps will be taken soon for said Mm. baby but it's gonna be a long road but it's fine i just want to get it started so the long and winding road yeah because like iui ivf all the things, all the all the options and thoughts, and so, mm-hmm. yeah. <sighs> Katie, I finished the Akatar series up to where it is, so <laughs> no more spoilers for me. Woo-hoo! Can officially share it all, right? I literally have a folder on my phone that's Akatar TikToks that I can't wait to show her. All of that. <laughs> The freaking TikToks are Dude, hilarious. Oh god. Um and I've been training for my 10k and today I did a really good run and I think I might be able to pull this thing off. I think you for sure can pull this. You I don't think totally I do know. It. Thank you. It you're literally mind over body. Like your body can do so much more than you think it can. Totally. And you proved that today when you ran an extra minute. I did, you're right. You're right. So challenge yourself within reason. But super proud of you. Thanks. Your body can do cool things. And I gotta Absolutely. figure out what I'm reading next, but that's all I got. Are you get, you should do something fall and witchy. I know. Yeah, my mom bought a bunch of witchy books uh, yeah, and she left them here. Maybe I will. It is September after all. It is. Yeah. I mean, I busted out my fall reading list in August, so... Hey, that's when fall starts, okay? August 1st. <laughs> Pumpkin, if, if pump PSLs are back, <laughs> yeah. fall reading. Yep. Getting into it. Katie, you should just sign up for the marathon. <laughs> no. How about the half? Mm, we'll see how this Megan. 10K goes. You could do the half. I've already signed up for two 10Ks. Let me see how I feel after the second one. But the Man. medal for the half marathon for the marathon weekend, 50th anniversary. Is it Mickey and Minnie? No, that's the full marathon. It's Donald and Daisy. Oh. It's the half. 
my goodness. So, I mean, like, yeah, just do the marathon. Don't you want Mickey and Minnie? God. I do. I do. God, just run a marathon. Jeez. Anybody can do it. (sighs) That literally sounds horrid. A marathon? Ugh. Yeah, that, do it. That, that yes. scares me. Just running in ge- running down the street sounds terrible. My friend Peter <laughs> is doing the dopey challenge in January, which is literally the 5K, the 10K, the yeah. half marathon, and the full marathon. Crazy town. Well, when they were living in Florida, he was like, I remember seeing his his like clips every single day. Oh yeah, he's it's a geedy yeah, buddy. He still runs all the time. Good for him. He's doing the dope. He's doing the dopey this January, and he's doing all the races for the wine and dine. More power to him, man! <laughs> and he's doing Seriously. the Princess Marathon weekend. Inspiration to us all. <laughs> insane. Jeez. They don't even live here, and he's doing all of them here. You don't even go here. You don't even go here. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Well, since my computer is dying, we're just going to go ahead and say that this is for Brewskies and Broskies. <laughs> Thanks, Mia. Brewskies and Broskies. Truly. So that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! My voice. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. No, I love you back. Just <clears throat> pause. I said what I said. No, I <laughs> oh <love you>. my <laughs> god. <laughs> I love you too. Mommy heard me. All right, I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Keep seething. <laughs> Keep seething. <laughs> you knew it was going to happen. Fozzie Bear. <laughs> Do you run into the door? No, he just, sometimes he slips on the steps. Mm. Fozzie, be sometimes careful. Sometimes my cats think they know where they're walking and they don't realize, okay, oh, that's just a blanket hovering over air. And they're like, doo doo. <laughs> it's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Only because they don't get hurt. Bye, Swishers.